You are listening to Verse Per Verse with Amichai Laulevi, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. This weekly podcast, focusing on the Torah portion, was originally recorded in 2006 and 2007, but like the weekly Torah portion, they are as timeless as ever. Welcome to the weekly Torah, verse per verse, easy access to biblical knowledge one verse at a time, with a focus on translation as a gateway to understanding this ancient text. Some biblical words like, say, abomination, carry great emotional baggage and cause social revolutions. Uh, but there are some words that might seem technical, but actually have caused full-on religious schisms over the centuries. This week's Torah episode, Emol, has one such word. It's a seemingly simple expression, but it's surprisingly complex. The word is Shabbat, Sabbath, but it is not just any Sabbath. The historical schism in question, some 2,000 years old, stems from two different ways of determining what this Sabbath is all about, resulting in two Jewish calendars and two very different doctrines dealing with how does one translate Bible and how is one allowed to interpret Bible. Is it literal or not? How open is the word to human analysis and modern adaptation? This is the stuff religious wars were made of and are still. So the context for this week's word, verse, is the Sabbath. And the, cons- the instruction is to count 50 days from Passover to Shavuot, from the Exodus to the Revelation at Sinai. We're in the middle of that count right now, called the counting of the Omer. But when do you exactly start counting? This is where the debate happens. In the late Second Temple era, the Pharisees, one of the strongest Jewish uh, groups, went against the Sadducees, another major group, in determining this crucial date. At the time, those two views were basically the main sects of Judaism. Today, that debate is no longer an issue. The Pharisees won. But there is something about this controversy that is timeless and timely and might instruct us about religious controversies today. The text in question is Leviticus chapter 23, verse 15. And from the day on which you bring the sheaf of elevation offering, the day after the Sabbath, you shall count off seven weeks. So here's the instruction, counting off seven weeks, 49 days, 50 uh, is the, the 50th is the last night. The sheath of elevation offering is known in Hebrew as the omer, the wheat that is ready to be offered. And the counting begins, well, at Passover, right? But the word Sabbath in the sentence, according to most understandings, refers to the first day of Passover, the holiday, not the Sabbath that falls during Passover week. So in this context, Sabbath means holy day, not seventh day. The countdown begins, according to the Pharisees and our calendar, the day after the Seder. In accordance with this view, the Orthodox Art Scroll Torah translates this verse in Leviticus as, You shall count for yourself from the morrow of the rest day when you bring the Omer. In other words, the morrow of the rest day, retranslated here from the original Sabbath. The Sadducees 
that ancient cult, liked to read the Torah literally. They insisted that the word Sabbath does not mean holy day, as in the first day of Passover, but what Sabbath always means, the seventh day. The system, according to them, means that you start counting the 50 days on the first Sunday during Passover week. This, of course, is resulting in two different calendars and two different celebrations of Shavuot. Accusations of heresy on both sides of the debate were quite loud. So the interpretation of this word Sabbath became one of the major points of controversy between these two sects. While the Sadducees controlled the high priesthood, the Pharisees controlled the judicial courts and the intellectual leadership. Eventually the temple burnt. The Sadducees went out of fashion. The Pharisees, known also as the rabbis or the sages, took over leadership, took over history. An interpretive reading of Torah, based on the oral tradition, prevailed and has been the backbone of Jewish scholarship and Jewish strife ever since. Leviticus is tempted to endorse the postmodern approval of multiplicity and pluralism, imagining a reality where neighbors celebrate the same holiday on two different dates, and it's no big deal. You're a Sadducee, I'm a Pharisee, you're Reform, I'm Orthodox, Shavuot is Tuesday, or Thursday. But then, of course, there are the downsides to this approach, where diversity actually becomes anarchy. Now, modern Jews don't argue about when Shavuot occurs these days. It's on the 6th of Sivan this year, May 22nd. But how are the residues of this ancient debate still shaping and shaking our attempts in being a united people? Once again, on the road to Sinai, trying to reevaluate our bond with Revelation. I wonder who are the current-day literal readers of Scripture, and where are the fighters for an ongoing human understanding of the ancient revelations, open to flexibility, to rereading? The answers to these questions are not so simple, and we would love your thoughts and input. The countdown to Sinai continues. Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>